If you're a fan of the Sly Guy podcast and you want a little more bang for your buck, head on over to patreon.com forward slash Sly Guy podcast for bonus content, bonus podcasts, bonus podcast series, and of course, the crown jewel. The jewel and the crown that is the bonus weekly guest podcast. So head on over to patreon.com slash podcast for as little as £2 a month. Get all the bonus content, including the guest podcast, Dog Walks with Davey, Serial Killing It, the Champions League of Weird, as well as other bonus videos and content with more to come, including potentially, it's happening, my stand-up special from last year, the Ulster Hall. My brand new stand-up show, Bits and Pieces, is coming to the Ulster Hall on the 10th of September 2022. Tickets are available through links in my social media, or if you want to go to Ticketmaster.com or the Ulster Hall website, you'll be able to get them there. But if you're like, how do I find that, Dave? I'll tell you what to do. Type my name, Dave Elliott, Ulster Hall, into Google, and it will appear. Tickets are going nicely for this stage, so to get the best seats, chippity-chop, and I'll see you there. The Sly Guy Podcast is always brought to you in association with Modest Beer. I'm a modest guy, they're a modest beer. If you want to know more about Modest to originate in my original hometown of Hollywood County Down, head to www.modestbeer.co.uk or hit them up on social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at, you guessed it, Modest Beer. Enjoy the show. I'm the Sly Guy. Hello and welcome to the Sly Guy Podcast with myself, Dave Elliott. Now... I'm just coming off the bat to say we have to do things a little bit differently this week because the snake rat has been stricken with COVID. We thought this day would come because everyone's going to get it. And this week, the snake rat has got it. And with that being said, I'm a little bit under the weather myself and couldn't just sit and natter for the whole hour because my nose is full of child germs from my own kids. I just want to point that out. It's not, you know, not weird in that way but my own kids have smited me once again so what we're going to do is something a little bit different we're going to make a compilation of some of the the best bits from the guest episodes i say the best bits the best bits that we can publicly put out there without getting myself or the guests into any trouble but this week's going to feature bake-offs andrew smith the olympian reese mclenaghan comedian and friend william thompson and you know internet sensation and psychic psychic glenn so you're going to see some of the bits of what's going on over on patreon and if you like it you can go across there for the full episode so guys please buckle in and enjoy this week's slag eye podcast aka the best of the guests see you soon see with with you i think as well like you certainly i saw what you were doing more during the pandemic so yeah. has that been something that you've maybe I'll not lie, the pandemic's yeah. been great for me. It yeah. has. I mean, it's been hard and stressful because I've had ADHD and just, it's been out of my normal, I mean, it took me a long time to even, to, to go, to, to have a routine and a structure and then mm. for me to be in my lovely routine and structure and for it all to fall apart with everybody else, yeah. it served me well. I had to then really knuckle down and work and become, but any dependencies I had of other people, unhealthy relationships, friends, anything mm. like that there, I mean, it all went then. Yeah. So I was glad, glad for it, Rick, really. You know what, you're actually, you are the third person, yeah. myself included, that I've, I've spoken to that have said it's been beneficial yeah. to them. Because mm-hmm. I know for me, I started doing, I, I very quickly went, right, well, I can't do stand-up anymore. Yeah. So I'm going to put a bit more effort into doing the podcast yeah. and doing more effort into writing things. Yeah. And then that's led to, for, to me to leave work, basically. Yeah. So yeah. again, you know, I think there's almost a, a stigma about saying it's been good for you. Yeah. And I think some people have needed it and certainly yeah. more more people seem to have 
been comfortable in, in and of themselves yeah. since it. Well, um, I'll tell you now, if you didn't find a wee something, anything at all, anything at all, belonging to yourself that whole two years, maybe we need another one. So habits can be good as well, though. Like, yeah. you can have good habits, which is, like, a huge thing, creating good habits, like waking up in the morning. I always, I'm a big believer in, like, having a good morning to set mm-hmm. up for the rest of your day. Yeah. Like, get up, not check your phone. That's a big yes. thing. People yes. roll over out of their slumber and check your phone straight yeah. away, and they're on their phone for, like, half an hour in uh-huh. the morning, and you're sitting watching people, like, arguing on Twitter and whatnot, yeah. and uh, that just sets up for, like, a bad day. Like, mm-hmm. if you have negative emotions in the morning, then... You're gonna have them throughout the day. So like waking up fresh, like I don't know, going and doing your meditation. Do you do any yeah. meditation or mindfulness? I, have, I haven't done anything like that before. I've done breathing techniques yeah. just to try to the calm, but I haven't tried anything beyond that. Do yeah. you do that yourself, or would that be something you would recommend? I, I try to do. Like yeah, yeah, yeah I would recommend yeah. it, but I'm not good at it myself. Yeah. It's like taking 15 minutes aside in the morning to do it, and. The fact that I only get doing it like once a week when I want to do it yeah. every day uh-huh. it shows to me like how challenging it actually is yeah. like you say to yourself right I can sit down for 15 minutes and just yeah. like think but you know I, I only do it once a week whereas yeah. I should be doing it every day and see when you're doing that do you like is the purpose that to try and clear your mind because I always find if I have like a bit of time first thing I think is right what can I do what, what yeah. do I need to do and then I'd be like, oh, no, I need to do this. Why am I sitting here when I should be, you know, doing X, Y, or Z? Yeah, yeah, you're completely right. It is to kind of, like, clear your mind just to, like, think about other things that aren't, like, planning ahead or mm-hmm. thinking in the past or, you know, just being on your phone or whatever. Yeah. Um, that, that's that's just such a huge thing for me, yeah. not being on my phone. Because yeah. I know that I'm I'm addicted to my phone. Like, yeah. like I, I know that if my phone is in the other room, uh-huh. I'll be like, right, wh- where, where is, is it? it? I yeah. feel like I... God, I'm crack yeah. addict, like being like, right, where's my, where's my smoking pipe? And then do you sometimes have to say to people, you know, there's a bit of work you need to do yourself here. It's, this like is where we're really getting to. Yeah. If you don't put the work into you, I mean, it doesn't matter. So many people just want me to fix everything. Yeah. And I can do it, it's fine. But if you put a wee bit of work into yourself, sky's yeah. limit. I know some people are just like, they, they drag you down. And just, you get these ones too. See, when you don't tell them what they want to hear. Yeah. Murder. Yeah, and yeah. Well, has it been any time it springs to mind? Obviously, don't need to say. You get who. these ones sometimes. Now it happened way at the start. I would say about five years ago. Now maybe you'd done the marine. No, that's not true. No, that's all this slobbering and everything. Two or three weeks later, oh Glenn, I'm so sorry, Glenn. Please read me again, Glenn. And, then, and, and I do normally read them. I go, I was forgetting. But how how do you how do you split that? But I go, hmm. I laugh. You know, I laugh because I've I've so. been there too, and I understand. And I find too the people that are really skeptic are the people that have been broke the most yeah. in life. And that breaks my heart, you know. If you've got a magic and you, I think it's when you're a child, usually that magic's there. If that gets broken somehow, then sometimes in, in life when you're an adult, it can be harder for you to believe. I am the enemy of sea swimmers. For whatever reason, over time, I, I just have become well, a You start with like a big net. Yeah, harpoon. Just, yeah, I yeah. just get them. I'm like the child catcher, <laughs> except of, of adult sea swimmers. Not, I don't catch children. Got Leave to, that to Vinny. Yeah, I've, I've, I've too, too many. I mean, any more would just be a nuisance. But um, over time, I, I, it's not so much the activity. I just want to come out and say that. I feel okay. like, like it's almost like I get, get, get you know, if I, someone's in a sea ro- or a or dry robe and they see me, they look at me like, you. You know, like I'm Voldemort. Oh, yes. Have you ever tried on a dry robe? You know what? This is the thing. I haven't yet. But as time goes by, the further and further I go against the sea swimmers, the more I feel like I'm going full circle and eventually I'll be in the water. I feel there's a little come a time. I feel there's a dry robe sponsorship in the works. Yeah, I mean, I think if ever there was a story arc to bring you around from hating something, to, I mean, it's there to be had. 
but it's more the social media I don't like. You know, okay. it's the the posting, the like you would think people now when you see swim, what's what what's the feeling when you do it? Like when you get in like what what do you get out of it? What sell sell sea swimming well, to I, me? I'd say it's it's type two fun, so it's horrible at the time. Yeah. You kind of feel good afterwards. Kinda of like right, any okay. any form of exercise really. Mm-hmm. Absolutely hate it during the moment, but um and I was going to say, you know, then you can just, you know, gloat in social media, but however, it's yeah. your afterwards. That's clearly part of the part of yeah. the fun. That's part of the experience, right? You gotta. Well, well one of the things. If you, do, if you don't tweet about it, did it happen? It's kind of like that whole, you know, for tree no. falls in the woods and nobody's there to hear it. So if you go see swimming and you don't no, pop out a tweet, did it even happen? Well, that's true. But I think a lot of people now they they say that's like a, a team, like Alan DeGeneres. You know the picture of the Oscars. There's always a load of people, and they're always up. Why are they always up? Why why is he swimming at four in the morning better than ten a.m.? Well, I think there's so many of them now. They have to go in shifts. Yeah, that's the thing. They've just got to go. <laughs> I mean, like you go out, you see like a flotilla of the little, you know, the little orange boys that they have. Yes. You know, in case you get a drawing. Wait, now, are you allowed to say that? There's that offensive these days. <laughs> like, I mean, <laughs> if you're flying away, like the Olympics were in Tokyo. So how long, oh, that's a flight, like what, 10, 10, 12 hours or something, is it? Yeah, it's about 13, 14 hours. And how then, for someone who, like your, your tools, your body, so yeah. do, were you up and about or, or did On you get flight? like, yeah, probably. Yeah, well, luckily I actually flew business class, yeah. so oh, that was yeah. sweet, <laughs> that was so nice, yeah. I did, I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, there's nothing better than waking up in business class and the the wee flight attendants there with a, with a coffee. <coughs> yeah. oh. Like, that is the best coffee you could possibly yeah. have on earth. Um, but other than that, yeah, I'm like up on the, you know, the way you can like have your, yeah. have I'm using the chairs as parallel bars yeah. pretty much and like doing dips and like doing doing workouts yeah. on the plane and stuff just to keep my body moving because um, yeah it's not good to stay, stay no. stagnant for that long. Because I, I went to LA um, once and this is what I what I thought was my most fancy plane experience. I went on on uh, an airline called Ethiopian Airlines. I don't know if you've you've heard of them before. I hadn't before I went. So I, again, Shane Todd had booked our flights and he is renowned for like making mistakes yeah. like and do and like you, if you he books something you go oh no what's what's wrong here so whenever we, were, we went down to dublin airport and we're like we're flying ethiopia and we're like the guys are like <laughs> where's the where's the terminal for that and like, they're like D- down there somewhere <laughs> so i think oh no we've been mugged here so we walked down had our tickets i went to go through we're like oh we're the ethiopian and rather than like scan it or put it through a machine the guy took it and punched it so no we were way. like, oh no. So he punched the ticket and we thought, oh no, this is going to be the worst experience. But when he got to, finally got to like the very end of the airport, it was a nice wee wing and looked out and it looked like a brand new plane. And we're like, oh sweet. So there must have been, no joke, about probably, I'd say 30 people on this flight. And I, you know, I had a full row to myself and I thought, sweet. oh, this is amazing. Yeah. I could this, you know, I could lie out. Now it's not business class, but I got this, the chairs up and I was mm-hmm. lying out. Now that was great. I got head on the headrest you know just sleeping it was great now I didn't get the nice awake would you like a coffee I got a trolley to the head a guy, <laughs> a guy came past me and just nearly scalped me off the head and it was so sore and I was like oh he's like oh I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm like oh don't worry I should have probably not been lying like that and he was like well you shouldn't have and I went no worries and then I was fine I, I got up a bit had something to eat and then went back to sleep again way back down did it again and I thought right I'm just gonna recline the rest of the way because he nearly he nearly killed me like with a trolley Today is the first time you've seen us both. Yeah. Do you feel anything of us? Um, or or how does that... So say when you meet new people, do you judge new people quite quickly from what you feel from it? Or what's the kind of It can be hard way? on social media because I think mm-hmm. people... Everyone has a mask. Everyone has this, oh, look at me, it's a mask. Yeah. 
but I can see beyond that, and that's where the beauty really is in a person. Um, and yeah, I'm very excited. I'm very, very uh-huh. excited to see what you do, to be honest. Yeah. Are you? Are we giving you enough of our cup at the minute for you to, 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 um, to read what you So hold on, let us? me just say, or is, how can is we... the, again, I'm, I'm, there'll be a few times where I zone out here, because is the cup... A metaphorical cup. A cup's a metaphorical okay, cup. Okay, because initially yeah. I was thinking like a classical yeah. tea, tea reading. It's a metaphorical so, cup. So in terms of, right, because I was like, is there tea about, could we? Yeah. But in terms of our cup, is it, is it, is, I don't know if the phrase is open or is but it going to you have sugar level. Uh-huh. Sugar level, you need to watch sugar level because that might be a problem in your life at some point. And it will help. Yeah, it will help oh, if no. you're ever diagnosed that way because yeah. you will feel great. Mm-hmm. Dave, I know what it's like to sometimes not love yourself. Yeah. But believe you me, you're going to love yourself. Well, let, see, no, see, I, I love this advice. I now, what, fucking love it. What, what I'm saying here, I said earlier about having a trainer on me. Yeah. This year is the year that I'm cutting yeah. the weight. Yeah. And this year is the year that I'm, one of the things I'm yeah. looking to do is cut the sugar. Yeah. Oh, I agree with thing. It's just yeah. if you would feel happier in yourself, yeah. it would be better. You know what? That, That's a good takeaway from it. today. What about, what about him? Can you feel from him sitting over there behind his mic <laughs> away from us? You're very clever. And what, you, what you're creating right now is only a facet of what you can't create. And I do believe that there is something about documentaries. And I don't know what I'm saying, Greenfield's documentary, I don't know. That elite mindset that yeah. whenever you are competing at such a level like yourself, is it the one goal you are like, that's, I once I attain that, or, or where does the word of goals come Yeah, well, in? like, it's an interesting thing about, about sport at the elite level is everyone thinks that you're healthy. Uh-huh. It's like, oh, well... He's obviously healthy and like, yeah, because uh, he's an athlete or whatever. But literally, when I was at the Olympics, you know, when I was greeting people I hadn't seen for a while, I, I would just like say like, "Oh, so how are you? Yeah. Are you healthy? Are you well?" Yeah, I didn't get one person that went, "Yeah, I'm all healthy." Yeah. They're all like, "Not so good." Yeah. like I am falling apart. Like yeah. I've got two surgeries pending, or I've just had a surgery. Like yeah. elite athletes are not healthy people, and yeah. um, you know bodybuilding's that extreme example as well yeah. like, it's not healthy to cut your fat percentage down yeah. to 2% or mm-hmm. whatever they're doing like you get sick and it's the same for, for athletes I mean you need to kind of you need to not go to that extreme yeah. but you know you're pushing your body to the absolute limits especially with gymnastics it's like you're doing stuff that your body shouldn't be doing yeah. and repeating it over and over again. That's why, you know, like I've had stress fractures in my wrists yeah. and, you know, shoulder surgery, like your body just falls apart because it's, it's not actually made to do that. Yeah. What then, I think the next move, obviously with the new, the new show, um, it merges your, your, your actual background in engineering. So what I want to know is what, what, came, what, what was the first love? Was engineering the first and then you just happened to be a hobby hobbyist baker or where did that kind of Yeah, well, I kind of feel like a hobbyist in both, yeah. in a way. I mean, I was I always ate stuff at home, but then mum was quite, like, particular. <laughs> you know, that's a perfectly normal thing to say. Um, I tried to help when I was at home with the whole baking, yeah. like when I was younger, but usually if something didn't need to be stirred, I'd be the one stirring it and uh-huh. I'd just be kind of generally interfering. So yeah. I was I was like chief taste tester. Yeah. That was like how I was branded. So I only really got into that after I'd gone yeah. away and done the engineering. So I guess technically the engineering came first and then I realised that, oh, I wasn't too bad at the whole baking thing and mm-hmm. then thought I'd just chuck my hat in the ring with a speculative bake-off application and then when you realise you get on, then you panic. Uh-huh. Yeah. You've actually got to you've actually got to be good rather than just saying you're good on the application yeah. form. Fake it till you make it. That's yeah, kind of the but mindset. It, but what, you're, you're runner-up in it, so... 
you know, that's... An absolute chancer. I yeah, know. I was, mean, that's, that's if a great word. If you'd have seen some of the audition, <laughs> but I'm convinced, and this isn't an exclusive, uh-huh. I'm convinced that when they cast people on Bake Off, they have people who they think are going to go like the whole way to the final. Yeah. They have like the the middle ones and they've got like the chaff that's going to be yeah. like wiped out early. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they had me as like chaff because in yeah. my audition... I made a cake and they film you doing the auditions and I made a cake uh-huh. and I'd like drawn on a circle of like parchment uh-huh. for the cake and I baked the cake with it the wrong way around so there's basically a line of lead around the inside <laughs> of the cake which got given to the producers and I also forgot to line the tin so I had to chisel it out with a knife yeah complete disaster so I'm pretty sure I was down it's like the, they're like yeah he's a week three kind of guy yeah and then when I just kept on sneaking <laughs> away through I think they were as surprised as I was it can disrupt things if you go to places. Does that, is that something? Is there like a, mean? like you know what they say? There's chemtrails on on airplanes and stuff. Yeah. Do you feel yeah. if you are connecting to another world, is there a you know can you upset like the the purgatory? People might say where the spirits are. Um, can they come well, in? Well, I've can been up to Carnegie House a few times because uh-huh. I love Thomas Dixon, and the more I went up, the more I felt him. Um, and I went up there just at the first full moon in January. There, it was last Sunday actually. Just and it's already dilapidated uh-huh. even more, but. When I went up there last last year, something came back with me and came into my energy and it woke me up during uh-huh. the night. But I had to get bang and get to go yeah. in. Is that how you do it? Yes, you make you make it. They like it whenever you're afraid. They like to be mm-hmm. able to control that. But whenever you're erratic or they don't know, I mean, bang and make loud noises, they don't like yeah. it. They don't like it The at spirits all. don't like they when don't you make it. No. So what sort of loud noises do you make without like Well, I have a rattle and I have like a proper shaman rattle and my friend got uh-huh. me, but I got up with a pots and pans. Mm-hmm. And you just I bang those? Out, yeah. And do, yeah. You, do you scream or anything? No, no, no. just pots and pans. I actually froze, I couldn't move. Yeah. And I had to ring my friend in America, I was like, I can't move. And he's like, get up, I'm making a loud noise now. And I got up in a bank, and that was that, I was away. And so that was in your house, mm-hmm. was it, you did that? Mm-hmm. Well, I was kind of meditating, and I knew it, because I'd been to Carnegie House about six hours before, we had the spark box and all, like, everything was coming through, all mad stuff. Um, but it just crept into my energy. It wasn't physically in my house, but it was creeping into my energy. Mm-hmm. And it, it just made me freeze, and it was really strange. And I was like, I don't like this. It needs to leave. But I, did, I, I know that I went up there whenever I had disturbed. So I didn't bring the spirit box up the last but time. Does that go? Or, yeah. Or, yeah. But what if it, if, does it not? Is there any that'll stick like, with you? I'll be honest. I have entities around me and they're uh-huh. always around me and they work with me now. Nothing else can get a look in. And when you come into places, is, there any, is it in a place? Could there be entities in places like saying current There could be emotional imprints, I think. Mm-hmm. A lot of, if, if somewhere was very busy once upon a time, you'll find it'll always be very busy. You know, like, I, I think not. I don't know whether it's an age thing or something, but the older I've got, the more I've gone. Like, movies predict the future. Like, mm. James Cameron, he's an, an avatar. He's predicted the metaverse uh, with the Terminator, self-service checkouts. And I remember seeing something um, online about this guy chatting about the Terminator film, being like, people will yeah. become merged with machines. And some one of the, like, guys on it was like, people already are merged yeah. with machines. The mobile phone 100%. is part of the... And then at that moment, I was like, oh my God, what? Have you seen <laughs> Black Mirror? I'm too scared to watch it yet. You will be scared when <laughs> yeah. you watch it. You'll be like, oh, this is happening now. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I've, I've read some of the synopsis of it and I'm going, I, if I start this, it'll fry my head. Yeah. You know, I'll be terrified about what's... It actually is terrifying. The things that like, they've got this... Um they've almost got like contact lenses in yeah. where they can like rewind their day and yeah. their head and that's what like airport security and stuff does yeah. to check what you've been doing that day before yeah. you get through security yeah no I, I do but think but like that's yeah. it's gonna happen man yeah there's stuff I like, don't know and I remember when I watched have you ever seen the movie Minority Reports with no. Tom Cruise well in it the gist is he's like a detective and there are these like I don't know if they're aliens or what they are but they're these creatures that like float around in water all day but predict future crimes yeah so they like whatever it is they pre- 
predict this and always get it right and it goes to like the police to to follow up on yeah, it goes to him yeah. being like you're going to commit murder and he's like I'm not yeah. you know and then they're after him and it's it's wild but see like a criminal profile and entra- that's all happening and we don't know what's going on yeah. like we don't know what's going on with the government now like so can't get away with murder anymore like no gone to the good old days you know where you can just <laughs> murder know. somebody honestly and get away with it but what is the greatest creation that you have seen on Bacon Impossible or you have tried to make yourself like what is the the best the feat I mean the, the stuff on the show was way more than I'd ever that was kind yeah. of I had I knew it could be done in theory, but it's yeah. great. I didn't have, actually have to execute anything. I just got to kind of watch yeah. it happening. But seeing somebody make a six-foot pagoda out of gingerbread uh-huh. and then put it on an earthquake-shaking table, yeah. that was that was pretty yeah. entertaining. I was kind of giggling like, yeah. a, like, like a schoolgirl. It's I was, impressive. I was absolutely in, in heaven, Do but think... I didn't have to spend literally yeah. like 20 hours baking that in the kitchen. See, whenever you were telling me that there, I just came up with potentially my greatest ever pun in my head. I was going to say to you, do you reckon you could ever make a rocket ship out of bread and then people could call you Jeff Bake Off? Is that your finest pun? I think that's that my greatest pun, yeah, Jeff Bake Off. As in, be- Jeff be- as in Jeff Bezos, you know, he made a- the Amazon guy just in case yeah. people weren't, weren't on top yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And have you seen him recently? There was a thing. Someone said he looked like um, Pitbull. Yeah, <laughs> well, he <laughs> he was doing this thing again. You know, when you go on Twitter, you see like what what are what are the trending things, and for some reason, Jeff Bezos was trending. And I thought to myself, oh, he's probably got another billion here or whatever. I went on, and it was he was ripped. He was just like again, and it's we've gone full circle in speedos, but just jacked. Yeah. And I think what people were saying was, you know, after his divorce, he just kind of hit the hit the weights. Then now you mention it, the next photo was him in like a pair of white trousers with like a multicoloured shirt on, buttoned down to here and sunglasses. It's got so midlife he, crisis written he, all over I it. I mean, see, it's bad enough having a midlife crisis when you're just a normal guy, but when literally you can have anything you want and he, he just wants to be Mr. Worldwide, you know, Mr. Yeah. Mr. Universe wide, he could be now with his... I wouldn't put it past him to get into yeah. some sort of... Uh, well, I mean, when you've got that much money, right, you could just release yeah. a song and then just pay for people to stream it. Yeah, that's true. I know you, you would be more why see the guy what i don't get right what it, it comes to the point like, i feel like if i were ever to be even anyway rich i would just do less you know i would just if anything and be like give some money to charity or whatever but these guys why do they always want to go to space like was it was yeah it, it seems to be the it's, it's weird like elon musk was the one wasn't he that um he said listen if if a charity can come and tell me what they're going to do with the money I'll end world hunger and then I think concern or someone did they crunched the numbers <laughs> and like this is what you need to do and this is where I'll go and I was like oh, I'm taking a piss on this <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just Whatever. a tweet yeah just to relax so like these guys but have you seen some of their ships like I do you think Jeff Bezos when designing his ship it's very phallic you know uh, yeah. you think he was in there and he's like listen for banter make it look like I want the top to be wider yeah <laughs> wider. It, needs some, it needs some boosters yeah and maybe that's what someone has sent you in your DMs just a photo of Jeff Bezos' yeah, rocket is it, is it a photo of the, <laughs> yeah. you know yeah and you know when it's all hazy in the background it's genuinely difficult to tell yeah. if it's just like a nice little rocket landing or yeah. oh yeah or something a, a taking off kind of rocket. yeah <laughs> <laughs> things yeah you know is that the booster jets or yeah something hard, entirely hard, hard different to tell. And do you find like ghosts are a thing that stay in a I place, find it or do they an go an energetic images? imprint mm. that keeps playing out? It's like on a loop. Yeah, you know. And I do believe you will go back when you die, and you'll go back to your happiest points, and you play them mm. out again. Mm-hmm. Do you know? 
The uh, what is on the other side, then, Glenn? Do you think it depends who you are and yeah. what you believe? Truthfully, yeah. you know, I often believe a, a son. Say a mother loses a son. You, mm-hmm. you know, a, a young son, for example, he'll be born again. He'll be born mm-hmm. again into another body. Blah blah blah. You know, you put your wee old granny. Mm-hmm. She'll leave the earth. She'll go away for a while, yeah. visit whoever, and then she'll come back. So, like reincarnation to an extent, mm-hmm. you would mm-hmm. see. And I think you are reincarnated automatically until you grow. And do you feel like, what do you think about, you know, when people say we signs happen, like a feather will appear, and th- do you yeah. think there are signs like that that can All happen? the synchronicity talking through everything. Mm-hmm. And you can see it through everything, you can see it in the wind. Yeah. I mean, I this is the quietest I've ever, I think I've ever been in a podcast. I'm just like... Your little brain. My, see, he's the male brain. Yeah, and that yeah is, I am. I'm the, <laughs> if you were a woman right now, you'd be ahead of Glenn by eight steps. True. Okay. Yeah. I think so. But Well, I don't know about that, but they love to hear it. They mm. really, really love to hear it. And it gets... It starts all that moving and it starts them thinking, God, I actually am smart. I need to stop running me down. I was watching a video of Hasbullah driving. Yeah. I was in a van with Paddy. Hasbullah was driving, like hitting his phone. Yeah. Like with his big finger. He looked up, Paddy was driving with like his knees. Doing yeah. the exact... <laughs> I was like... What's... He's just from He's like... Like that oh, Paddy is honestly one of my favourite people but Paddy's he is brilliant. so ridiculous he's my di- like he, he, like yeah. I would be shit myself be like Paddy you shouldn't be driving with your with your knees I'm using my cock no, Butler, was near, Butler was near tears I was laughing at that how he thought it was safe I was like how is this okay to no. you but alright he, I think he's wired differently the man yeah you know he doesn't have a I, I don't think there's a, a risk button in his head and that's the thing too like whenever you watch gymnastics to me it's one of those Sports that when you watch it, you, you're you're in awe of like some of the some of the routines and some of the like the the this the flexibility, the balance, to coordinate all that together to do things that like you look and go that like you say this shouldn't yeah be happening. It's it's amazing and like whenever you're saying about bodybuilding, so they they're approaching a show, they you know have to they're they're at the worst, they're they're least healthy. If you're coming up to a big show. Would you sort of crank up the training or try and reduce it a yeah, bit? Yeah, so w- the way, like, I, I would kind of put that on my coach. He's big into his fitness, so he actually does yeah. be quite methodical when he when he programs my competition build-up. So we would, like, build up really heavy weeks, and then yeah. when it comes closer to competition, like, two weeks out, we'll kind of taper off a bit. Yeah. Uh, and then that'll give, like, the body the right amount of rest to be as fresh as possible for yeah. the competition itself. And hopefully along the way, try not to get injured, but it, yeah. something always creeps up, you know, like, day before you fly out you like tweak your wrist yeah. or something happens it just it's a pain in the hole like going yeah. like going like eight weeks for a competition build up and then like the day before you fly out like you, yeah. that, that's what happened to me like the competition before olympics i just like tweak my wrist the day yeah. before i flew out and it's like yeah that's sweet. all yeah all the work <laughs> no it's such a pain in the ass can we talk about the chakras are the yeah. shock because i i know a little bit about them well most men are controlled by their root chakra they're what? The root chakra. I mean, a lot of people would say that. They're really getting a lot they of are. trouble. Yeah. 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 My root chakra is. And, and what see, is for a woman? The chakra here uh-huh. is also a brain. Their root chakra. Well, that's a brain too, but they're not really in control of that brain. Yeah. And I say it's the women when they're young. It's okay because it's your need to braid. When you're older, your blood stops and you change, uh-huh. and you begin to become whole. Then, but while you're young, you have no control. You have to do what you're sent here to do. So they don't like that. They don't really like that because yeah. like sometimes they're like. Arr. Yeah, well, kind of, especially nowadays that people think you're you're almost telling them something, and they're like, yeah. well, "What do you know?" Because we're, you know, yeah, but yeah. and when you say root chakra, is that like, yeah, yeah, and what does and that I imagine that is a cause of a lot of issue. Well, the root chakra is how a man would really govern his life, truthfully. And is that why when you get older and 
you don't have as many hormones, why people are a bit more settled and a bit more kind of... Yeah, I, I would say so. But I do say that's the absence of growing your other chakras. Like, really, mm-hmm. you should go from root on upward. Yeah. I see, initially, I thought when you said root, like, the root of inside you, not your literal... No, like, your balls are right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here's something that I've just recently... And I don't know whether it's an age thing, because I definitely remember... Like, see, whenever I was doing, like, Naughty Shore and stuff, I would have been very interested in the comments and yeah. like effect, like affected by negative comments so yeah. I don't know if you're the same like you maybe read 10 really positive comments and one negative one you get fucking raging about it yeah like I would have gone like you fucking but see now I look at and I look at the people who are posting That's a and I'm thing. going mate you're 45 you've got a photo of Paul Pogba as your profile <laughs> photo your name's Decky underscore MUFC and you have four kids, go kill yourself. Yeah. I mean, leave the kids without a dad, who cares? Yeah. I mean, you're a fucking loser. You come, you're actually going on the YouTube going, oh, I'm watching this video. Oh, oh, you should do this. I'll tell you what you should do, mate. Closing your fingers and cut them off and bleed to death, you wanker. But that's, you know, I'm sick of it. It's, we see it in the small scale, do you think? Like Kanye West is ever checking the YouTube comments? Maybe that's why he's gone boogaloo. <laughs> yeah. That's my fucking reason. It's Kanye West out there fucking preaching on a fucking rooftop because he's just on the, on the YouTube yeah. and his phone raging. Some sweaty fuckers like, I miss you, I know. Kanye. But like, true or false, you, I'm sure, have looked at things online and gone, that's shit. Yeah. When do you ever go, I tell you what, I'll tell them it's shit. You know what I mean? Never. Exactly. My lack of attention. Because you've got a life. Yeah. You know, these wankers just sitting there, <laughs> comment on a couple of fucking lads, like you and Patty, a couple of lads, trying to do a podcast to give people a laugh. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're not going and fucking, you're not commenting on the, the social and economic situation of, of the working class. You're yeah. making a funny podcast <laughs> to give people a laugh. Why are these, I fucking does my head in. But I would read a man very differently to what I would read a woman. Right, okay. Very, very differently. You have to understand women birth life. Right, okay. They understand a wee bit more. Yeah. So how, how in terms of, this is obviously the first time we've met. you know what met. the funny thing is, is a woman will come and she maybe need a few sessions to really even, to have a really powerful effect in her life. A man, I, I'll give you an example. A man comes to me a lot of months ago now, told me that he thought he was possessed, blah, blah, blah. He'd done this uh-huh. whole weird origami thing where he made a cross and it said help out of the paper. Yeah. Anyway, that day I sent him home and it was all fine. The next week he messaged me, oh, I can't believe it. I have one money. I've just bought a brand new car. Uh-huh. Like, and this is, this is a male. Yeah. And he thought he was possessed. You know, and what he got out of that, he got the whole next week his life changed. We have to talk about the beds because there was a lot of controversy <laughs> about the beds. Yeah, like, there was this story that came out and it was like, they're trying to make sure that these Olympians are not. Like, because this, like, I don't know whether there's any truth in this, but there's this myth that apparently whenever all these Olympians are just in this village, it's just like a mad orgy, like something out <laughs> of the olden days. And then, like, there was a story out that said they made these beds in Tokyo out of cardboard. So th- there were there were no sex beds. You couldn't have sex in these beds. Yeah. And then you did a retort video of you just jumping on the beds to show. Yeah. <laughs> and they were they were they sturdy the beds because uh, I looked yeah. at it being like too sturdy. Yeah, <laughs> they're they're actually quite uncomfortable the beds. But yeah, uh, everyone is sending me these news articles of um, these anti-sex beds yeah. that they're being dubbed. And uh, I initially just made the video for a mate. Like I just propped my phone up, yeah. went on the bed. I was like. Everyone's saying that these beds yeah. are anti-sex, but like I, I started jumping up and down. Yeah. I was like, it's fake, like fake yeah. news. And then uh, I was like, oh, I'll just stick it up on Twitter. Yeah. Sure. And then it just took off, went viral and all. And like a couple of days later, my coach is coming. He was like, Whoopi Goldberg was talking about yeah. you on her talk show. Like Jimmy Fallon was talking yeah. about you. I was like, that's kind of weird. Like, yeah. And when you saw like Jimmy Fallon all talking about you, it was like, 
I don't know, it, it reminded me of like a South Park episode for yeah. some reason, just like, that's Jimmy Fallon, just going like, yeah. Irish gymnast, Reese McLennigan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so bizarre. The whole experience is bizarre, but um, yeah, brought brought some real news. I think it was because it was early into the village. I was one yeah. of the first people in the village, so I was like getting inside knowledge yeah. that like nobody knew about. Yeah, and it was, I mean, for me, it was an eye-opener because I didn't know that's why people were having sex. <laughs> well, I think just to finish, an interesting point maybe, is where did the Ouija board go when you got rid of it? Um, I had to set fire to it and I actually had to go and I actually had to, it wouldn't burn. It really, mm-hmm. it would not burn. It wouldn't burn at all. And I mean, I mean, I started to get really depressed mm-hmm. and certain things started happening. Like the, the radio wasn't plugged in. It went on and all uh-huh. and song, just weird things. I set fire to it and it burned for about half an hour. You want to see your faces and all coming out of it? Yeah. It's horrible, horrible. But I didn't know until I'd done that. I was asking for it. I was asking for it. It really was. Uh-huh. So, and if you have depression or you're not, a hundred percent there. I mean, it'll attack that. I'll get mm-hmm. it. I'll, I'll stop the flow of what's going on right now. I'll really stop that. Mm-hmm. So, anything you've got going on in your life, if you brought a Ouija board into the equation, it wouldn't be too long before all of those things that you once cherished were gone. So, don't anyone listening? Don't don't, don't bring them in. Don't. It's like a doorway, and you can't imagine a computer, and it's kind of like a computer, an old stick, all those symbols on it. It can be processed, and it can be processed out of that. Mm-hmm. You're not in control of that. That's like the cosmic apple falling from mm-hmm. the tree. Yeah. It's deep, and it's a good yeah. way. It's a good way to wrap That's us up. So, expert, so I mean, I feel like this is not the end of yes. us. I feel yes. like this is maybe the first of many, of, podcasts. Of many podcasts here. Yes. Did you get a handshake? Oh, that's a painful. Oh no, that's that's. We oh. said we weren't going to talk about that. Producer Fiona, you need to. I know PA getting sacked for sure. <clears throat> that was um, that was the sore point. That was the one thing I didn't get. I got Starbaker twice, which was great. Never uh-huh. got the elusive and. Th- to add insult to injury, in the final, we were making Pavlova, uh-huh. which you wouldn't think would be that difficult. Yeah. There's only three of us. The other two got a handshake, and I just got walked straight on by. No. It's pain, painful to this day. You can never go back. No. And if there was like a... You know why Big Brother did the ultimate? Everyone like went back. Like and, an all-stars? Yeah. If there was not... You still hope. There's still hope that you well, can Well, I have been back it. for a Christmas yeah. special, and that didn't go well. No. <laughs> so <laughs> I uh, went back um, with the other person who was the finalist, Jane, in my series, and um, she absolutely trounced me. Yeah. And, um, th- or, you know, rightfully so. So she's now kind of unofficially second. So yeah. I've got, like, a basically confirmed bronze medal. Yeah. Um, That's hurtful. And yeah, no handshake? Yeah. Not... No, no, no handshake. It no. Was a t- I basically made a, it was meant to be a hidden bauble cake, but it kind of looked like two balls hanging inside a cake. It was pretty dreadful. It didn't look very festive. No, hiding, ho, ins- ho, ho. hiding inside a cake? Or, yeah. yeah, yeah, you had to cut into them. Right, okay. Bit, yeah, it was a bit, I didn't really think it through. It had we awful bow on top. Happy Christmas, then. I, was, you know, most people don't realise I wear a wig. Really? Yes. I have to say, it looks I mean, very, very natural. I know. Now, when you say wear yeah. a wig, is this like a, a hair system? Hair replacement system, yeah. And do you get that done in Northern Ireland? Do you get have to done go... Northern Ireland, yeah. Wow, wow. It's fantastic work, I have to say. Yeah, it looks really, really, really natural. Now, what would be funny would be if you... And actually, if you, use, if, you use my, if you use my discount code, you can get it. And then next time you see me, we'll, we'll both have... Do you know what I was thinking? We're doing TikTok, we're ripping it off for a gag. Don't just piss the haters off. Mm-hmm. How many years have you, you did that for? I only got that done last May. Yeah, well, it looks great. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, and I don't think I could be without it now. Yeah. Yeah. And how does how do you tend to it? Do you just wash? Oh, it I just normal? go uh, once every four weeks and get uh-huh. it maintained. But I can wash and blow dry it and all. Like it doesn't yeah. move, it doesn't come off. Yeah. You can pull my hair and shake me. <laughs> <laughs> it still won't come off. Yeah. Well, I mean, I that's it. you're selling it to me here. Yeah.
be your go-to kind of like food pizza. I'm, I'm going to throw some recommendations uh, pizza in. is my my go-to like so uh, because pizza is my favorite food on the yeah. lead up to a competition i just don't let myself eat it mm-hmm. and then like to celebrate or whatever i just get like big yeah. fuck off pizza now not the plug this is not a sponsorship here because this is not an ad there's no but we're open have you ever had mana pizza no but i heard you talking about it and Listen, i need to go there it's it's on the way between arts and banger it's perfect to be yeah. spot and again this is like we're saying you don't need there to be shops it's like Couple of shipping containers mm. made in the, and they're unbelievable. Like I had a, I had a surf and turf pizza from Mana Pizza, and it was just like really nice bits of, of brisket yeah. and prawns. I was oh beautiful. It sounds ridiculous on a pizza, but it works. I need a, yeah. I do need to have a Mana Pizza now. It's yeah. stuck in my head since you mm-hmm. said. I was like, I need it. I need yeah. it. <laughs> no, it, it, it'll be well worth it. So that's a big motivational factor for me. It's like like one of the first things I was like, right, what do I need to do to earn enough to keep the kids at the level they're at you know what I mean like a lot of my comedy money would go into uh, to be fair money earned through comedy would be for like nice things and then also equipment so anything I make out of Patreon goes into this yeah office space Ben the equipment so the better at does whatever but now it's my only the income the money goes into Ben yeah you know he's, he, he, he paints himself pink and it's going to be slotting his back and he's <laughs> Put the money in his bum, and then at the at the end of every month, I hit him with a hammer, try to break the money out. And that's what they were fuck. doing. Yeah. <laughs> in the left, fuck, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, if ever there's a place, this but we're, we we digress. But like, so for now, I'm like, fuck, I need to earn X amount out of comedy and blah blah. And for me, I haven't like the my Patreon's kind of been ticking over. Yeah. For the like, but now it needs to. I need to crank it up. Need to get yeah. more bonus stuff out. Need to be doing more things on it and use it and make it better. Because some other patrons at Patreons. I don't think are amazing either, mm-hmm. you know, and loads of people subscribing, so it's have to be like like up the quality, up what you get, and just hopefully we have got you know just one episode in ours. What we did, and I, I was just like, pay what you want initially, yeah. and I find people actually pay more, yeah, when you go to pay what you want. Yeah, no, I have, to, I have two tiers. I have a two-pound tier, which is like all podcast stuff, mm-hmm. anything that goes like that. Then a higher tier, which is going to get more, like like the Ulster Hall show is going to be done as a special. Yeah, it'll yeah. go to them, you know. Other things, I'm working on something at the minute. Like, I got a GoPro and all, so I'm going to start vlogging more, doing bits like that. As part of this process of being full time, I'm going to teach myself how to edit. So, the fact this setup, I've done it all right, mm-hmm. is quite surprising because I am a technophobe. Like I was saying to, to Andrew, my, who I had on earlier, um, that I. Uh, I had videoed Ben explaining to me how to work the camera. So like a wee old man, I'd videoed it, right? So he goes, so you turn this on, you put that, you press that button, that should be yeah. the video. And I had, he'd done the same for the task cam, explain how to use it. I just taken a photo of it, mate. That's how much a technophobe I am. I was like, you tell me how to work that thing. And I, and I just fucking had, I had a YouTube video how to how to work that before I started. It's like so, Sean McGranda, how to get Sky Sports on. Oh, mate, I am fucking terrible nowadays. Like, I am just a technophobe guy. But again, I know enough to upload my podcast to Patreon and other bits and bobs. Yeah. But, and then before, like, I was at one, like a week ago when I decided I was going to do this and continue with the Sly Guy podcast and whatnot. I was looking at getting another person on board to help produce it and all. And then Ben was like, you could just film it and record it. I'll cut it. And then that way... And is, is Ben you know, in work or something? Or is this yeah, he works full-time, son of a bitch. And was there a moment in particular that was like an epiphany? Like you thought to yourself, I have something here that needs to be Well, be it used to be like word vomit, Dave. Mm-hmm. It used to just come out. 
Uh-huh. Every time I was out with my friends, or I just used to come out. So I used to read strangers quite a lot in the smoking areas. Uh-huh. And if you were ever in Belfast, in Benedict's or anywhere, yeah. you probably see me in the smoking area mm-hmm. before you see me on <laughs> Facebook. Um, and that's how, that's how really it started. I'm the slack guy. Dad, in his boxers, pants. Do you want to unpack that? Well, hopefully she didn't, but I... <laughs> <laughs>